are live eric butler we are live this is real welcome back to unauthorized opinions uopod.com like share subscribe it's pure propaganda and it's super cringe by the way an unopened can of orange soda just chilling <laughs> in the parking lot i was like yeah i gotta vote for trump dude it, it's great here a lot of fat chicks and a lot of screaming <laughs> your podcast f sucks it's mental mate hello 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 Perfect. I was I was waiting for that that one. You're waiting for something to bridge the gap between, I guess you could call it, the intro and the intro. Unauthorizedopinions.com, uopod.com, patreon.com, slash uopod for the bonus podcast every week. Eric, how are you? How's the weather, the hurricane weather? Uh, Well, I'm good, right? I mean, um, mm-hmm. this portion of Florida has, you know, it, it rains every day. Nothing new. It rains every day during summer. I'm I'm told, um, but we dodged a bullet. The worst part of was it? I, I forget the name already, bro. I should probably know that. It's Dahlia, whatever. Check me on that. Um, was up north, west, and Tampa mostly. So yes, we got a couple of palm tree leaves down, but so far so good. I was at the uh, Miami International Car Show earlier today. Where it is, um, it's all show and very little go. I'm not, I'm not uh, sure exactly what that means, but uh, I mean, I could explain it if you'd like. All show and very little go. The cars weren't being driven. It's a, well, there was there there, there are little tracks in there. There are little tracks in there, right? So you can get in a. You can get in a Nissan or you can get in a VW and drive. What I'm saying is, and this is true for any industry. I'm not, you know, trying to take any shots, but it's all, it's all, I mean, there's just, it's such a production. Everything is a facade. There's very little substance behind anything in almost any industry in 2023. So it's nothing against them, but it's just like, dude, even Remember when we were talking about the Super Bowl nearly a year ago now? It's like there's very little substance underneath layers and layers of fluff, which is just the world we live in now. It always is goes to um, it always comes to pass that one layer deep is too far for most people. And it's too far for YouTube. As I'm speaking, I'm looking. We are demonetized once again. Uh, YouTube absolutely hates us. Didn't um, do nothing. I'm, I'm not looking at the screen exactly because um, I'm looking at the YouTube feed. And, you know, it the, It takes a bit. It takes the first 30 seconds for it to recognize that we're unmonetizable. But we're going to power on as per usual. If you can, please like, share, and subscribe. And if you're listening, please give us a good rating on whatever platform, Spotify, Apple, Wait, or Google. We're doing good. I mean, we're, are we moving in the right direction, though? Because I feel like it was only two or three months before we even started. So maybe maybe we're moving in the right direction. I don't know. We're moving in the right direction on everything but YouTube, I think, is how it works. Okay. Uh, <laughs> people watch on Rumble. People watch on other platforms. There was a viral... Dave Portnoy Pete's review that happened and this isn't normally something Pete's review is not something we'd normally cover but the guy who freaked out on Portnoy it's somewhere in Massachusetts he 
you know, it was one of these things where they sat on it a couple weeks, the pointing the video, putting the video out. And as per usual, the person who looks worse in the video, they go on the offensive and they post all this stuff online and they talk about how they were abused, basically. And that's what's happening here. And if you haven't seen it yet, we'll post we'll show a little bit of it for the people who haven't seen it, which is basically this guy comes out and he freaks out on Portnoy, um, clearly hasn't watched anything he's done. And let's just play a bit and you'll see. It may have been our fault because it may have been sitting for a bit. So this is just part of the review here. So This is just part of the review here. This guy's, we're going to wait till this guy comes out. Uh, the owner's going to come out of this door soon. Thank you. So, I appreciate that. Dave. Yes. Enjoy your pizza as any customer, but I don't appreciate what you do coming in and judging a business with one bite. Well, well we do more. Is this your spot? This is my spot. Oh, I, I hope you enjoy your pizza, but I don't appreciate what you do to small businesses. Well, I help. The good news is I, I give you see a it that way. terrible school. So that's not it, Eric. He's going to come back out. And the thing is there is he says Wait, he scored on, on one bite. Can, wh do you want to pause so, there? Well, why are we so choppy? Do we not have a... Why is the video... Is Why it choppy? I can like download it if, if it's uh, very choppy. I mean, I'm I'm seeing it, but it's not it's not smooth. Might as well rub dirt in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get it downloaded. But the uh, um the point there is about how he doesn't seem to know how the reviews work. He cites, "Oh, you take one bite, and then you judge a whole rest pizza restaurant on that." And the idea is that it's called one bite reviews. And he says, you know, one bite, everybody knows the rules. But in actuality, he takes many bites. Sometimes he eats a couple slices. Sometimes he eats one. But he never actually just takes one bite, Eric. He usually takes at least several. So yeah. it's a little telling that this guy just comes out and he's like, you, you take one bite, you judge the pizza. You're hurting businesses. You well, know? Um, uh... <laughs> I don't want to be a jerk here, but the first bite should be good, right? Like, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's that off base, right? Like, if if you're if if I'm walking around New York City or Boston or whatever, and I taste disgusting, I don't know if I'm taking that second bite, right? Like, I I, I don't understand why that's such a such a terrible thing, right? You're supposed well, the first one, it's it's not it's not a movie, bro. It's not like oh well. It, it's uh you know it, start, it starts off slow you got to get to the, through the first 30 minutes no dude like the first bite should taste good i don't think that's um i don't think that that's that off base but also perhaps i don't look i realize that dave portnoy is uh, hugely popular and and barstool and he you know sold it and bought back and all this stuff but um maybe i don't really know how the how the pizza reviews go I thought it was just him and somebody filming him. Now he's he's bringing it. Well, basically, this guy just walked up to him and started trying to be part of the interview, essentially. This happens all the time where people, you know, they come in and they want to be part of the, the review for clout. This guy's talking about how he used to work at this place, actually. This is a nurse who comes up and is a big fan of him. That's a bad screenshot. But... Here he comes back out, and this is where the real guff happens, Eric. Okay. Crispy. Yeah. Crispy, crispy. Let me be a little clearer. Move on. Don't stand in front of my business. Let me be clear. Fuck Let you. Let me be clear. <laughs> fuck Get you. the fuck out of front of my business. Fuck you. It's a public street, you motherfucker. It's a public street. 
this can, ain't your business. Yeah, but this is my business. And you can, if fuck you. Stay here, you. I'll call him fuck the you. Police. He's right across the street. Go get him. What are you going to tattle me off or stand on the public street? Just being a fucking bitch. Your, your shirt's six sizes too small, Fatso. Just go fuck yourself and the whole go. fucking platform you're on. Oh, you don't like the platform. You're a joke to me, dude. You know what? You're Take making your a joke. Take fucking show and your fucking game and go somewhere else. Blah, blah, blah. By the way, I've raised $50 million for small business. You're, you're all talk, dude. $50 million? Was that all talk? Yeah, kind of like that New York Times article. Here we down. go. Here exactly. we go. Your exactly. shirt's six sizes too small. I don't care. I Who's work hard. Weight? You're a Who? fucking joke. You, oh, you work hard? Yeah, maybe. You're so full of shit, dude. How? Tell me how. You're a fucking clown. How? I run a business. I work hard. I sold my business twice. 100 million, 400 million bought back for a buck. That's a clown? Everything since I got in this business that you represent is an embarrassment. Like what? Like raising 50 million for small business? Everything. Everything. Name it. Everything. You haven't named one thing. You haven't named one thing. I make pizza. It's great. It sucks, actually. You're a fucking joke. Name one thing. Name one thing, asshole. You've given up too. I've given up too much of my time. All you've said is everything, everything. Name one thing. You're a fucking joke. Name one thing. Clown. I love millions. All right, so this guy comes back out, takes a selfie, and without knowing too much about him, Eric, he kind of gives all these telltale signs of somebody you'd see in a streeter video of a person at a protest. You know, like, I don't have to name anything. Um, let me just name this article I read about you that said you were bad, and he doesn't really know anything about it. It's like $42 million for small businesses that were shut down during, during COVID. Now, if you had to guess, Eric, knowing that you haven't read the follow-ups to this, what would you say that this guy posted online, or what would you say that this guy's reaction was to this interaction? Well, we just saw. What, what do you mean? We just saw his his reaction, right? Like he. Well, he goes out because this was delayed, and when it was when it was published, this guy had a whole th- something he did online after. Well, I, I don't know, but in the clips, I'm not going to answer your question. But what I will say <laughs> is that um, <laughs> from the clips, I thought. I look, this was me giving him the benefit of the doubt and me everything's genuine again and thinking like maybe this guy is just nervous because his pizza's not that good, but this seems to be something a little bit more political. Am I right? Like it, it's it, like for him to to oh you yeah, like you said, he he's he's not he hasn't reached squeaking pig level, <laughs> but this is not this is not him literally worried about because we don't even know. I didn't, I'm not going to, whatever, nine minutes. Look, we've all been, everybody's attention span has been dwindled down to 90 seconds max. Okay. So we're not going to sit through nine minutes of a video. But mm-hmm. we don't know. Maybe the pizza wasn't that bad. Maybe he like is, I'm under the impression that he read a New York Times article or a Politico or a Daily Beast and now thinks that. Dave Portnoy, as much as he's not, as much as he is not a conservative, he's not towing every single establishment narrative line. So this guy has to sort of hop out the window on that. That's my theory, right? Like I thought at first this would be actually about pizza, but it clearly is is bigger than that. Am I wrong? You are not wrong. He did an interview with Rolling Stone magazine, of course. Um, he also posted a, a selfie where he's giving Portnoy the finger, a drawing of Portnoy says he's a piece of crap already. It says in the interview that he's vaguely familiar with Portnoy. And this is from Portnoy's latest blog, Barstool. 
but it turns out he's not vaguely familiar. He's posted about him for a couple years. And then every and once you see this, it becomes more and more clear uh, as to this guy is the most stereotypical uh, flaming leftist, let's say, in raging, seething leftist. There's one post about him. There's another post about him in the Boston Globe or what is it? The New York Times. So this guy's always posted with the New York Times. He thinks they're amazing. Um, opinion. He shows how his, his email got published in the New York Times as well. But then we get to the, the more interesting stuff, which really shows. I voted today for the voices that remain silent. Children who deserve a better future. Immigrants are the backbone of this country, physically and philosophically. And he's got a very early 2000s you know, motif. Shut the F up and go go get out there and vote, vote for immigrants, vote for the silent. Then he's got his Trump posts, Eric. Trump's a narcissistic bigot scammer. Um, the resistance will not be televised. Early voting because I wanted to tell Trump what an effing loser he is. Legalize weed. Bernie 2016, he posts, Eric. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then, okay. then he's got a post about how you have to be masked. Us fully vaccinated, you fully vaccinated, us and you partying. So he's got this whole, I say early 2000s again, because there's very s distinct celebrities up here who are like this. I don't know if, if you experienced them, like radio, shock jock disc jockeys who were like, F you everything, we're so real about everything. And now they're lunatic leftists who were broken oh, you by mean Trump. Like Howard Stern? Yes, the same thing where, where they're just like, everything's got to be honest and everything's real and F this and F that. And they never evolved at all. So they just thought that saying like F Trump was the cool guy thing to do. And there's they're shilling for the establishment while talking like a 13 year old or talking like a guy yeah. in their early well, 20s. Been, uh... So this. Yep. I was going to say, so this guy. He's doing the whole, we're doing love over hate, this ugly situation, trolls attacking us. So he, my point here, Eric, is that he's going online. He's saying, F Trump, F everybody, better get vaccinated. You can't come in here. This is bullshit. <laughs> but love over hate, you guys. We're being attacked by trolls. Even though he posted antagonistic stuff before Portnoy ever posted anything online about the, the interview or anything. So this just came barreling down the roller coaster ride of this guy starting as out this video as just a businessman who read the wrong article right and got the wrong idea and it turns into no this and he's saying how dare you make this political it's something maybe i brushed over but then it turns out he is a raging leftist who thinks that everybody is a piece of shit besides him but if you bring any of that to his front door then it's love over hate, Eric. And it's what you always say. And we're going to have an, uh, another piece about this. Life or death. It's okay. This guy can say anything he wants. But as soon as you bring criticism to his front door, he's just like, love over hate. The trolls are after us. We've done nothing wrong. I have no part in this whatsoever. Okay. Well, uh, there's apparently three layers to this, right? So at first, without, I mean, look, I see this stuff. It's all, you know, obviously my feed, all of this stuff. But as I said, our attention spans have been whittled down to 90 seconds maximum, right? And I'm sifting through this stuff all day. So I watch a couple seconds of it and keep going unless something really piques my interest. But so on the top level, it could be 
I don't want this guy to give my pizza a bad review and then I won't have business. That's the, that's what you think should be happening, right? Is like somebody genuinely concerned about a review of the product that he is selling. And then mm -hmm. under that, there is, uh, I read one Daily Beast, one Rolling Stone, one New York Times article about this guy. And he's, he's a meanie. There's, <laughs> then there's what we actually have is raging weirdo. Um, I, I think the news hasn't changed since the eighties, like F you know what I mean? Just the, the, the incredible lack of critical thinking. That's what's happening under all of that. And this guy, so he's, he's delved three levels deep into like taking an L I guess. But then obviously Dave Portnoy gets the, gets a huge W on this, right? Like, so he says it, and, and Portnoy is famous for this, right? Remember when he was talking to the Antifa guy a handful of years ago, and it's like, you ever go to, um, what do you say, Martha's Vineyard? You know, he's just, he's toying with these people because he's obviously been hugely successful. So on one hand, it's like, okay, this guy that you think is the devil and really has probably much lower overhead than a restaurant, right? I don't know. I'm not a businessman. I don't know how it all works, but a man running a website and, and spending a couple bucks on pizza every other day versus a guy who has set up a, a, an entire pizza shop somewhere in Massachusetts, right? So he's already winning on that front. And he, look, this guy should almost be thankful. And a lot of people won't like this, but I kind of compare it to the 2009 Kanye West, Taylor Swift thing. It's like, I didn't know who Taylor Swift was when that happened. So yeah, was it, is it a mean thing to do? Maybe. But people are going to know your name. People are going to talk about you now in a way that nobody knew your name two weeks ago or whatever it was. So uh, Portnoy gets another W on this one. And as much as I think he's a weirdo and he's not really thought through all the issues, which he, he shouldn't have to, right? He's a millionaire and he's done well in the field that he's in. So I don't expect him to have all of the same points of view as me. Just as I wouldn't expect anybody to have all the same points of view as me, but it's clear that a huge W here, maybe this guy will take a W because some people who don't like Portnoy and, and some weirdo leftist will now go support his business, but he is going to have exponentially more eyes on his business than he did however many weeks ago before this was published. Well, I read one article that said they got tons of terrible reviews. Another article said in the New York Post said that they were very busy, but there was only like 10 people in there. So it's going to go both ways. And I think there has to be, and I was arguing with somebody yesterday named Lewis Brackpool, who's been on the show, where I think friend he contradicted show. himself, friend of the show. I think Lewis contradicted himself, and he he said, oh, whatever Andrew says, it doesn't mean it's true. I think this is an instance where there is such a thing as objective truth. And I think the objective truth is, is that this guy came out, s said something that he read an article, which is wrong, fundamentally misunderstood what was happening with the Pete, how the pizza review works and then looked like an idiot. I think it's fair of me to say that Dave, just like you said, that Dave Portnoy is the winner of this 
in an intellectual and factual sense. I don't think, and, and I'm sick of, and I'm sick of having to be like, well, there's this guy's side of it and this guy's side of it. When some people are just wrong sometimes, and it's very hard to take the 55 year old guy who just says f this and f that, and then blah blah blah, and f Trump, and doesn't clearly doesn't understand any of the issues he's raging about, and thinks that if he does it in like a cool guy, extremely profanity laden way that somehow makes him cool like or that that's somehow relatable and it's only relatable to dumbasses <laughs> well look even, even if he wants to take a small w here like portnoy gets the larger w a uh, random pizza shop owner gets a small w just because people are gonna know about his shop now i never heard about i still don't know the name of it and if he wants us to say the name he should probably cut the check different story um Unfortunately for him, he needs to capitalize on this. And let's let it go. He's not going to be. He's not going to be in the news two weeks from now, like a Tiff, uh, Tiffany Gomez. He needs to capitalize <laughs> on this now because he's mm-hmm. going to be a flash in the pan at very best. If anybody's talking about this after the long weekend, he will be lucky. So true. There's all speaking of the long weekend. Thank God it's here, even though it's a communist holiday, everybody. Okay. <laughs> the, um, I hadn't heard about, well, I, I know what Burning Man is, but I hadn't heard about what's going on there at all. I guess it got struck by a bunch of the storms that are happening in that area and it got supremely flooded and it's all on sand, right? So it's just turned into mud. There was dust storms. We'll watch some videos. Let's we'll watch the Elijah Schaefer. You have a lot to say about it? Oh, yeah. yeah. How it's like a hipster, hippie, drug fest, nude fest. It's a, it's, I'm confident in saying like it's not a place I want to be. And I'd, and I'd put it even below like the regular drug and groping laden festivals that are EDM concerts that happen in Toronto or Chicago and stuff like that. I think it's beyond that. I think this is where it becomes a lifestyle of drug addict orgy loving nudist adults who have now furthered that by at by the advent of video cameras being easily accessible but this is what's going on there of course they 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 have fires there eric and now they're having dust storms that are spreading the fires everywhere, five feet of, or five inches of mud and stuff. And we're going to get to more of the conspiracy side in a second. Is there something you want to rage about there? Well, okay. First of all, Burning Man is the peak of the pseudo communist weirdo sh- uh, champagne socialist lifestyle, right? Like you, the, yes, we're going to. We're going to leave it the way we came. So these people, thousands of people that show up in the middle of the desert want us to believe that they're going to bring all of their stuff there and take all of their trash back. And it's going to be the exact same as they left. It's all a complete fraud. I mean, it's, it's, first of all, it's disgusting, but living in San Francisco, I knew people, handful of people um, that would go there. And we're talking like private school kids, you know, barely worked a day in their life pretending that this is all about the people it's it's very look it costs you it's going to cost you 
first of all, you have to quit your job or you have to take off work or you have to not have a job in the first place for a week and smoke drugs and whatever it is uh, that, that these people are doing in there. Um, but if it's not one thing, it's another. So I remember a handful of years ago, Pharrell Williams was out there and he was complaining about how dusty it was in the middle of the desert, right? So there was no mud, there was no rain then, but oh, I have to wear my goggles and I have to wear a bandana around my face because the dust is just so annoying. And you fast forward a couple of years and now you don't have that dust, but you're neck deep in mud and you complain about that. So quite obviously, it is not a good place to be no matter how you slice it. You might be able to do one day there, maybe two days there. They they pretend that they collect their gray water. Do you know what gray water is? Have you heard of anybody saying? These people are through the roof and there's a joke amongst San Franciscans where when Burning Man is, when, when Burning Man is happening, you know, San Francisco traffic dies down and all of the weirdo hippies are there. But uh, Burning Man is San Francisco extrapolated, right? So all of the people that are paying <laughs> five or $6,000 for a one-bedroom a one bedroom apartment with a dope thing and sleeping in the doorway at the bottom have now packed up their stuff and gone to the desert to smoke drugs and eat beef jerky all week. It's absolutely disgusting. And then they say, well... You can get in for free if you airdrop by a parachute. Oh, okay. So I guess I won't pay, but I'll pay to get a rental helicopter and air. I mean, it's all absolutely through the roof. And the worst part about the entire thing, the worst part about the entire thing, having, I'll, I'll say ex-friends now, people I haven't talked to in many years, but when they come back from Burning Man, you have to sit there. Well, you don't have to. In many cases, you get up and leave. But they they will start telling you stories nonstop about Burning Man. I was like, if I wanted to know the stories of Burning Man, I would have went to Burning Man. Yeah, tell me you had a good time. Dump your gray water in the in the gutter and keep it moving. I don't care about how the how the the psychedelics you took changed your life. And then one uh, a young lady I knew. And here's another piece of hypocrisy as far as Burning Man is, is concerned, because it's in Nevada. So as much as they want you to believe that it's a free-for-all, druggy nudist fest, like, I knew people that got arrested and had their cars towed because they they had a car full of dope, weed, and, and other narcotics driving around in Nevada with their headlights off because they were so... These people are despicable, and I, I don't not without without being incredibly rude and mean. I could not care any less about the money for you morons because two years ago you were it was it was so harsh to deal with. You had to wear goggles because of the sand and the wind, and now it rains and you're in mud. Like, give me a break, bro. What you? You want to hang? You want to hang out in the middle of the desert and just live this? You you want to just get high for a week and pretend that nothing else is happening in the world? Well, that's not really how it works. Well, we've reached this point where all mass gatherings are really, I would say, being exposed as you know, left wing sex and drug gatherings. It could be a BLM protest. It could be a women's march. It can be Burning Man. It could be an a music festival. festival. Exactly. If you're not a 
16 to 22 year old person who's literally there just to drink and party and what have you and have sex, then I would certainly question your state of mind. And I, I would judge you. I know people who watch some of our videos have a problem with the judgments that we make, even though they are necessary. Nest, that's a very quick version of necessary. But that's too bad. If you want to go to a person's concert, you tend to go to their actual show. But when you're going into a giant crowd of 100,000 people and watching a guy press play, which was literally revealed on a recent Nelk video. I don't know if anybody's still watching Nelk videos. They barely come out with them. Respect to Nelk, though. They I'm were sure brought on the stage. Six or eight million people still watching them. Exactly. <laughs> They're, they were brought on the stage by these DJs. And the plan was literally for Kyle from Nelk to press spacebar to play the next song. Like he comes out, he says something to the crowd because it's in Toronto, he press space bar. That's what they're going there to do because it's actually just about sex and drugs. So if you're trying to convince me that it's not about that, then and you're not 16 to 22 years old and not trying to just justify what you're doing, then I would severely question you. But we've also, on one hand, we've reached all these conclusions <laughs> about all these events that happen because normal people don't go to them. Sane, sane adults, like I said, who aren't in the sex, drug, teenage bracket don't go to these things because this is what they are. But in the same vein, Eric, everything that happens on on a scale to which it's a disaster, Burning Man, we got these floods and everything, it, it becomes a conspiracy for, you know, the right wing, let's call them stay at home women well, who don't do can, much. And that's can, what we're going to get into here. And look at the person who's doing this video. What? And before we criticize her, we should play it. But what are you going to say? No, no, I don't want to criticize her. We're, we're going to go ahead and watch this. But I, I just want to mention, I, I touched very briefly on gray water. Are you familiar with that concept? Of course I am. I was in the military. It's water that has been used to shower and bathe with. Okay, so can you imagine some people bringing, bringing gray water back from Burning Man into San Francisco to drop it down a drain and think they're doing good, okay? that's We're talking <laughs> about a decade ago. We're talking about, a, you know, 2014 or whatever, a long time ago. But imagine how bad it has to get for somebody who did that to say, you know what, maybe I don't want to be here anymore. Like, how bad does it have to get for somebody who's traveling three or four hours with their shower water to say, you know what, I'm tapping out. And before we get into this, because I haven't watched this clip, but you you, you also um, you also touched on the judgments that we make, 99.999% accurate, except for sometimes you're completely <laughs> wrong. Mine would be 100% right. Different story. Of a comment that I got on one of our um, one of our Instagram posts, right? I don't know if you saw this. Can we not respect? This is about Young Thug, and and the the goat sacrifices. Okay, so I'm getting off base a little bit, but you you mentioned the judgments, right? Can we not respect people's religious beliefs and practices? I'm not advocating for animal sacrifice, but religious rituals are all are part of all religions, including Christianity. Okay? Fine. Right? That we've been <laughs> judging, or this person, this carbon-based life form, is mad that we made a video about young thugs' buddy who was sacrificing goats. Fair. But on that same token, 
can't you respect that maybe we don't appreciate that? Or maybe it's not that even, even that we don't appreciate that, but we're just discussing it, pointing out the obvious that when a man is on trial for terrorizing the entire city, that maybe his involvement in sacrificing animals isn't going to really bode well for him. And do we really believe that Young Thug and his buddies are such devout religious that they that we have to res- we can't step on their toes and, and respect what they're doing as far as <laughs> goat sacrifice because because Young Thug and his buddy whatever his name is they're I mean they're in church every Sunday they're they're practicing their religion <laughs> exactly. every single like what are you talking about lady so we can respect this religion which I don't believe was actually brought up in the article. But you also have to respect our opinion of what's happening, and you have to take into account the idea that Young Thug and his buddies probably weren't. I mean, listen, to, listen to the music, right? You want me to believe that a man who and I, you don't like Young Thug? I think he had some good songs early on, but are we gonna pretend that this who raps about some of the most disgusting things? You know. Uh, fairy tales compared to the ratchet rap of today, right? If we're talking about 2015, 2016, it's it's vanilla compared to, you know, the I want to suck the president rap that we have going on now. <laughs> but but these are the judgments. It's 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 hilarious that people are very quick to make judgments on us making judgments on other people without realizing that this is all part of the game, right? Like we're, we're all allowed to do this. And that's sort of sort of the problem we're having. So I've 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 steered off track a little bit. We'll go back and see what this is. This a conspiracy video about Burning Man? Is that what we have here? Yeah, but I want to say that it is fair to judge voodoo. <laughs> it is fair to judge goat sacrifices. <laughs> you can say it happened in the Bible, which they did. Take a goat X amount of miles outside the, t- outside the town, sacrifice it to cleanse the town of its sins. I'd like to know the last time, you know, Birmingham, Alabama, or Little Rock, Ar- Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas had a goat sacrifice to cleanse the town. Not all or religions are created equally. Very good. Atlanta, Georgia, very Christian place. Not all religions are created equally. Kwanzaa was created by a black supremacist. Doesn't exactly equate to Judaism. Uh, Islam was started by a warlord. Not exactly the same as Jesus in terms of, you know, guys you should model yourself after. Depends who you are. But of course I'm going to judge worldly religions. I don't believe in Jainism where you like live off like nutrients from like photosynthesis and crap like that you're allowed to judge things like i don't understand where this comes from yeah when when most christians say don't judge people it means like don't forget about like their plight of things at least this is how i take it don't forget that other people have different experiences don't judge them on like where they've gotten in life and that sort of thing but you're allowed to say x equals bad or good like there are, th- and I'm not even religious. There are things that are sins. So if you're sacrificing goats for no reason other than just slitting the, g- <laughs> maybe this is getting gets banned on YouTube. But for no other okay. reason than just killing the goat and voodoo with the sticks and everything, I'm gonna judge you. But I don't also, give a shit. And the snakes, the, the snake imagery. Look, I'm not an expert on the. I'm not an expert, and we'll get back to the Burning Man video. I'm not an expert on any of it. But seeing when you pulled that video, and everybody needs to go back and watch that episode, maybe, but. Um, when you pull up that image and it just happens to be a snake right there, it's like, that's literally like, 
that's literally in the imagery of all young, again, coming from a guy who between 2014 and 2017, I think Young Thug actually made some good music. But let's not deny some of the weirdo stuff that's going on and how the crime rate in the metro Atlanta area dropped approximately 35% after he and some of his cronies were arrested. <laughs> you can't judge Satanism. <laughs> you, can't, you can't judge child trafficking related to Satanism. You can't. That's a religion. You can't say, okay, Burning Man conspiracy. Here we go. <laughs> Most of y'all have probably heard that Burning Man was declared a national emergency, but there's some pretty crazy stuff coming out. So it was announced earlier that Burning Man was declared a national emergency. She had to change scenes for that, by the way. She had to go to a different part so of say her it again. apartment. Emergency <laughs> because it was flooded. And so they sent in FEMA, which already seemed kind of like a weird reason to send in FEMA. No, and it's not. FEMA is for disasters, Eric. This is... White well, women staying at home, making things up in their bedroom as they record themselves, pretending as if it's not for attention. No, I'm going to push back on that a little bit because these, push people, back. these people, FEMA is for victims of a hurricane at their house, living on the roof, not a bunch of weirdo San Francisco hippies who drove to the desert. There's 70,000 people there. Yeah, but they went there by choice. These are not people who are just you know, washed away by a hurricane or, or a flood. These are people who made a conscious decision to spend thousands of dollars to go to the desert versus somebody who is literally, you know, waving a white flag or an SOS or whatever from the roof of their house as everything's getting flooded. Two different things. Somebody in the comments says 144p resolution on the video. Is it normal? No, I'm looking at Rumble right now. Everything looks fine. Um, I'll tell you when we're having difficulties. <laughs> um, so, so far, we disagree on this woman in different ways. And keep anyone from leaving the festival. 73,000 people they're keeping locked in there for flooding. Now there's some new terrifying information coming out that there's a virus on the loose in the festival and that people are getting really sick with boils, vomiting, hemorrhaging. To me, this makes way more sense than flooding in terms of what their response was to the situation. This is a text from one of the festival goers, and he said, Yo, just figured you should hear from me first. Daryl is crazy sick with something that has him coughing up really coagulated blood. Medic showed up wearing a full suit. No idea where he is now. I would stay inside your camper. And he goes on to say that an outside agency is putting up a fence. This is a different festival goer that said, You're never going to fucking believe it. They're saying it's Ebola. <laughs> Freaking Ebola. We'll let her finish. Bola at Burning Man, guys. If this is true, that is insane. I just hope that everyone ends up being okay and that they make it out. Yeah, congrats. You're a very nice person. Eric, this is equivalent again. I got an inside <laughs> source. Why Why would a guy texting somebody say outside, outside agency? There's 73,000 people there. They all have cell phones. You're telling me nobody's got a video of somebody with a Ebola or coughing up blood? This is what I mean, Eric. Direct energy weapons in the Maui fires. Oh, actually, it just turned out to be. Uh, actually, it just turned out to be the like this, the the right wing stay at home mom conspiracy contingent is one of the most aggravating things. Whereas they pretend like they are righteous and holy, and they've got everybody's best interests in mind. But at the, it's so contradictory to everything they stand for. 
I hate Mark Zuckerberg, but I can't get off Instagram to get my news, Eric. And then it's just we go down this terrible spiral where it's just like the most unlikely thing, therefore, has to be the conspiracy because Joe Biden sucks and because so many other things have turned out to be, you know, crooked and and the, the vaccines and everything that it doesn't it cannot literally cannot apply to everything when we're talking about 70,000 hippies getting stuck in the mud because they have gigantic campers that weigh a lot and they're in the desert and when rain a lot of rain comes it turns it into sludge Ebola because of a guy's text messages they're saying it's Ebola you mean some person saw somebody get sick and they're just like sounds like Ebola brother I get triggered Eric I get triggered and I get sad Look, um, right. So I wouldn't, I'm not going to sell her down the river as complete, like, cause look, nothing's off the table. Quite obviously the truth is stranger than fiction at this particular point in time. Now she's probably incorrect. She's probably, you know, whatever, wherever she's took the, what those, those screenshots of text messages from another festival goer that she, what got off Reddit that she got off Instagram. Where, where are those even coming from? Right. So that, that's, that's part of it. But this is how far we've come, right? Like, this is how far we've come that nothing can be believed. Literally nothing can be believed. Like, we, when you make the full circle, right? Like, I like Vivek Ramaswamy. No, Vivek Ramaswamy. We have Clint. No, he's not. You're, you're, it's like, <laughs> it's like, dude, we're, we're just, we're in this downward spiral where nothing, um, nothing is believable. And that's obviously you know the the mainstream media is hugely part of that uh social media is you know part well all their fact checks and their weirdo flags and banners so it, it's a, it's a real like we're, we're living in a spider-man meme where like the fact checkers are pointing their guns at you and you're pointing your gun at the fact checkers and, <laughs> and none of it can be none of it can be None of it can be substantiated. Like, like I used the example just the other week of hanging out outside Mount Sinai Hospital, and you know there was refrigerator trucks and hospitals were overflowing. Meanwhile, a nurse, a twenty-five-year-old nurse wearing Yeezys, is going to get wings and Domino's getting delivered, right? Like, so well, they're they're going to be fine, but but you got to stay home, right? And you, and we both know that you can't. Knock on the door. You can't go inside Mount Sinai, especially not without a mask, and say, "So what's it looking like in here today, guys? Like, uh, give me the numbers. Who died? Who didn't die? Who's coughing? Like, nobody's gonna tell you that stuff. Just like nobody's gonna tell you now. Burning Man is obviously a little bit different from Rona, but it's all, it's all, it's it's all just fake, bro. It's all, it's literally all fake. Nobody's telling the truth except for me. And I, I just want. <laughs> I, I just wish it was there's something we could do. There's this this equivalent of, you know, girls posting, you know, we, she was look how fat I look how fat I look from this angle. Please give me sympathy to any conspiracy. Anything bad ever happens. Here's a video of me coming up with, you know, direct energy weapons or, you know, secret virus outbreak volume 16. And all it is, Eric, is it's all just pretending that it isn't about them looking into the camera. And it, it, it's all a facade about pay attention to me. Can't we just take their phones away, Eric? Can't we just have some little bit of Sharia law going on here? 
can't we just say, you know, if if you can't post something without, you know, it being obviously sexual, then maybe <laughs> a little you bit deserve of an internet pause. A, a little, maybe you're worth a two two week internet pause. If if we can't go down the checklist and say, is this actually just about your boobs? Is this actually just about you looking for compliments? Did you cite how great of a man Andrew Tate is, even though you say you're a Christian woman? Did you um, have you searched for Chris Guy shirtless yet? All these things we can go down the checklist of. If you can't pass it, maybe first offense is two weeks without a phone. I'm just saying. Let's look at what a uh, trusted source CNN says about this. Authorities are investigating a death at Burning Man Festival. Must have been, you know, the plague. Uh, 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 wait, <laughs> wait, 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 hang on. I, I got to stop you here. I, I'm not certain, and you're more than welcome, anybody watching, or thousands, millions of viewers, more than welcome to fact check me on this, but I think somebody dies at Burning Man like every year, so... Is that true? Um, Dude, bro, think... Thousands of people remain trapped, Eric. Thousands remain trapped on site. We've been delaying too long. After heavy rains... So these people are doing copious amount of drugs. Of course they are. It doesn't doesn't get headline news, but there's somebody who overdoses on whatever sort of weirdo horse tranquilizer every single year. But this is different because now we can sort of wedge it into maybe a climate change thing. But for the past five years, somebody who just did way too much drugs didn't get a headline if we if it goes into climate change i will sing your praises it could it's cnn thousands of people remained trapped on site after heavy rains inundated the area and created thick ankle deep mud which sticks to camper shoes and vehicle tires because they're giant vehicles are ringing in attendees were told to shelter in place in the black rock desert i would never do this and conserve food water and fuel after <laughs> rainstorms swamped the area forcing officials to halt any entering or leaving of the f- uh, festival. I would not allow them to keep me there. A little over 70,000 people remain, said Sergeant Nathan Carmichael with the Pershing County Sheriff's Office. Some people have left the site by walking out, but mostly the RVs are stuck in place. So if people have left, left then they're not halting people from entering or leaving. Maybe they can't enter because it's a festival, but you can't just be like, you can't leave. This is a sacred festival ground. On Sunday morning, event organizers said roads remained closed as they were too wet and muddy and more uncertain weather was likely on the way. Please do not drive at this time. We will update you on the driving ban after the weather front has left the area. The remote area in northwest Nevada was hit two to three months with two to three months worth of rain. Up to 0.8 inches. Oh, my God. In just 28 or 24 hours between Friday and Saturday morning, the heavy rainfall fell on dry desert grounds, whipping up thick clay-like mud for festival goers who said it was too difficult to walk or bike through. More rain is likely. Conditions are getting worse. Family has been notified, and the death is under investigation. Again, people do die at festivals a lot. There's gropings. There's, they're almost not something you should do at all, you might say. Can't stop kids from doing it, though, obviously. Authority have not provided information on when roads could we reopen. The sunshine is expected to return Monday. So nothing in this is about a Ebola spread. Nothing in this is about people coughing up blood. But that's just what CNN would say, isn't it, Eric? Well, they would we, hide we a, the Ebola outbreak. Um, yeah, we didn't obviously read every single word out of it, but I would be. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I can't say for sure if they didn't 
somehow find a way to weasel some sort of climate crisis nonsense in there. But on the other end, so CNN doing their climate, greenhouse gas, whatever, may or may not be the case here. Maybe maybe rain it's too not, soon. Maybe rain is not violent enough for them. Okay. Um, but on the other on the other side of the spectrum, you gotta um, we, we have the young lady there uh, in her bedroom or whatever. She does sort of it does sort of um, r- remind me of the Travis Scott thing, right? Like so, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it can never just be like, okay, this was poorly planned and people got too outrageous or you know Travis Scott rage, rage, I'm getting, you know, like you know Travis Scott, like his whole thing is about raging and mosh pits and all that stuff so that can never be the case it's always got to go one step further so it was a sacrificial and people nobody talks about this now travis scott is going on tour again and people are still not talking about this but it was about oh the big oh walk into travis scott's mouth and this is a devil ritual it seems like that it's like every time something bad happens it's either on the left wing on the right wing it's a satanic sacrifice and it's never just nothing bad can ever just happen. Right. Like even with the hurricanes, right. So if a hurricane happens, then the right wing is going to say DeSantis is getting lambasted in the media because he's doing such a good job. And the left wing is going to say DeSantis house got hit by a tree because he's a racist homophobe. And it's just never, there's never every single thing Every single little thing is political, and if it's just, it's just, um, it's just ridiculous. So apparently, people are showing this non-real. Let's call it for the people who don't want to let go of these sort of things. Ebola outbreak at Burning Man is posted by the CDC. Watch for fever, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Twitter note says there's no Ebola outbreak, but uh, you know Forbes. They're usually pretty good writers. Uh, they usually get a lot of good information. Still gonna, still gonna fudge you on the big things, but uh, they're saying about the fakeable outbreak. One verified user claiming the CDC sent and deleted the tweet. However, there's no evidence that the CDC tweeted out anything about Ebola. I mean, you can't really trust these things, but I trust Twitter. Twitter, uh, what should I call it here? <laughs> Twitter notes more than I trust. A lot of websites but this is you know people are going to say the military was spotted they did this so many times during covid lockdowns eric that it's i'm so jaded and that's why i get so annoyed by it is because it takes like three boomers and four stay-at-home moms for this to be like the truth you know what i mean there was there was rockets shot across lake michigan from the united states um uh, the chinese we're on Salt Spring Island in British Columbia, and here's a video of them running through, even though it's a bunch of women at some weird cult-like rehabilitation camp, and they're not actually wearing... Uh, there's just all this stuff that happens, and, you know, it makes me wonder, Eric, that when we get this stupid thing in Canada where you can't look at news sources on Instagram and Facebook, it makes me wonder how dedicated a lot of these people are to actually finding real information about it when they also tell you, I can't go off of Facebook and Instagram to get my news. Facebook and Instagram are evil. It's all fake news on there. I'm shadow banned. It's the worst place ever, but it's the only place where I get my news from. And 
Billy, who has the contact with the special forces and records himself in a poorly lit room and says, my friend, the government's coming. The, dr- the draft is coming. That was a good one that I got involved with on Twitter the other day. The draft is coming. You better leave America. I said, leaving America would be cowardly. And then I was inundated with faceless teens um, coming after me saying, would th- this guy wouldn't join the military. He must want to fight for Ukraine. <laughs> this is where we're at. <laughs> let's, um, let's transition here, both gender wise and story wise. Let's check in with our good friend, Pearl Davis as an intermittent fast from some of the news. When you ask chicks what they can cook and the real answer is they can't cook. They tell you steak true or false, Eric. When you ask chicks what they can cook, and the real answer is they can't cook. The milk. Um, that's that's too esoteric. Like, dude, <laughs> like that's her. She's grasping this one. Oh, okay, look, Pearl is doing like X or Twitter or whatever it is. Um, this is again. I, I don't have any. I don't have any say because Pearl is somehow. Even though she's she's not she's not that easy on the eyes, is somehow hugely wow, more mean. popular than, um, is somehow hugely more popular than either of us are. So I can't say, but that to me just seems like one that she threw at the wall, and it's not gonna. They'll, they'll tell you <laughs> steak. Okay, all right. I, guess. I think so it's that's, true. That's not one of her. It's not one of her. Okay, sure. It's not one of her spiciest. It's not. It's not. N- as I like to say, it's not moving the needle for me. That one's in the wind. <laughs> the Eric needle. We did a story a few months back about an NBA referee who used allegedly used a Twitter account. This formatting here is just going to drive me insane. Allegedly used a burner Twitter account to comment on critics who said he was not the right referee to be refing a Boston Celtics and I forget whom. Uh, NBA series because his family is known lifelong Celtics fans and he's got bad calls when he refs their games and some account was being like Eric Lewis is a great referee how can you say that blah 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 so there was an investigation into him probably from our video Eric I'm not going to lie they the NBA probably <laughs> came to unauthorizedopinions.com signed up at patreon.com slash uopod for the bonus podcast and then said see how I did that and then said, wow, we need to look into it. But now he suddenly retires amid the investigation. Let's read a little bit about it. And, and, that, and more investigation. That's right. Veteran oh. NBA referee Eric Lewis has retired three months after league, the league began an investigation into a, quote, burner social media accounts that vociferously defended his officiating. Very good wording. The NBA announced Lewis... Lewis's retirement Wednesday and said in a statement, in light of his decision, the NBA's investigation into social media activity has been closed. That's like when the Simpsons Boom. go to the crash test dummy site and the, wait a minute, those are dummies. This exhibit is closed. <laughs> Once you figure out stuff's going on, you got to put a stop to it. The account was Cutliff Blair under the username Blair Cutliff had one response after another that seemed to seek out any criticism of how Lewis was doing his job with the NBA. So we read the, read it on the account, or uh, we read the account on the air. Um, they One person said that the Celtics had a 54-29 and 29 record in games officiated by him, saying that's an insane metric and it smells like corruption. 
the account that's allegedly the referee says, not sure if that's true. Pretty sure there are other refs with similar stats with top, top teams. Smells like nothing to sniff. And I remember now, Eric, so many of the responses were just not how anybody would speak if they didn't work for a company. He was talking like a PR person, whomever this was. Another user asked, is this league stupid to allow Lewis to officiate Celtics games? To which the burner account responded, nah, Twitter is because they believe this BS, adding three laughing emojis. And we came to the conclusion, Eric, that no one has ever gone online and said, I'm defending this referee <laughs> this many times. Uh, maybe you'd say a call was fine and there's like one referee you can usually name. But to go online and consistently defend a referee who's got suspect calls, we determined the lie detector to be calling that yeah. a lie. It's weird. Fishy. Um, I guess you kind of have to respect his... I mean, are we at the point where this grown man who's probably in his 50s or 60s thinks that nobody can tell? It's like, dude, you're you're going out there, you're searching your, your hashtag, or you're searching Celtics games, or whatever it is you're doing, and you're popping up on every single tweet? Okay, <laughs> I'm exaggerating. Not every single tweet, but a good amount of the tweets that are critical of you. And even if, even if it weren't you, even if it was like... Do even if it weren't you, do NBA <laughs> referees have fans? Can we name can we name two NBA referees? And they're like, yo, that was a good game you ref, dog. Like, good <laughs> job, bro. Like, I mean, I'm maybe it exists. Like, maybe there's some, you know, I I don't know if you ever watched Jimmy High Roller, he's like a huge, you know, three million subs or whatever, like NBA YouTuber. Great I've videos. Heard of him. Yeah, super like super well researched. Never shows his face. All voiceover, but the research is just—I mean, the numbers, the math, the statistics—is just through the roof. Maybe a guy like that, but we're talking about one in a million, bro. Like no, and, and even him. I'm saying like, if NBA refs had fans, it would be a guy like him. And I wouldn't even say he would be a fan. He would just be the one diving deep enough into the statistics to understand what's actually happening, right? A guy who's making probably a pretty good living uh, doing, I mean, super deep cut, like Steph Curry missed seven three th free throws in the past seven years when the score was between two and five points. Like, just crazy statistics that I don't even know how you get. But I said all that to say it, it, it stinks a little bit, right? Nobody is watching the referees that closely. Maybe like, am, am I wrong on that? Are there, am I, am I wrong? I think I get it that there's a market for everything, right? Like there's girls making and men probably making millions of dollars showing pictures of their feet online. So there's a market for everything, but are we really to Your believe that reference. NBA referees have, well, it's still very, no, bizarre. I think and, what happens in this situation is they find out that it was him and they say, this has become a story. So we're going to have to punish you in some way. Or you can retire and we'll pay out your contract or something to that regard. Or perhaps even worse, they found out he was cheating in some way and they can't stand. They already have documentary after documentary about <laughs> NBA's, NBA refs gambling or telling people the outcome. And the way they explain it, Eric, just to quickly summarize how NBA refs would do things, the ones that have admitted it, they would just do the things that everybody said was going to happen. So if somebody said, you know, I expect Michael Jordan to score 40 tonight or get to the line 20 times, they would just be like, that's pretty much 
that's one of the bets that are out there, the most popular bet. Let's make sure that happens. Let's make sure he gets to the line 20 times. And that's how the cheating allegedly happened, where, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Do you think Jordan's going to get 20 free throws? Guy says, sounds like it. That's what everybody's saying. Okay, that's a lock. But yeah, but, I think what's going to happen with this guy is nothing, obviously. Yeah, but my point is, does this guy, is there really a market for in, for people who are following NBA referees that closely? No, there is no market okay. for referees at all. <laughs> okay, okay, so, <laughs> so you going out there and searching your name or searching Celtics game. <laughs> it's something only the one those. person himself does. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Let's see who's talking shit about me. Exactly. Oh, no. I think Eric Lewis is a great referee. Yeah, exactly. Or it's his mother. <laughs> exactly, right? It's him or his mom. Or, like, may, even, even his brother probably wouldn't even do that, right? His brother probably would get... I digress. But you know what this reminds me of? I was watching a documentary about uh, the Silk Road the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And, and was his name Seth, Seth Ulbricht or whatever, like the guy who you know, was doing life in prison for creating the Silk Road. And as they're investigating this guy who's, who's created the Silk Road, they have like numerous quote-unquote FBI and law enforcement agents that were immediately corrupted. Like so this guy who's dealing drugs online anonymously and it takes them only a couple of weeks to be like, actually, this is way better than working for the federal government. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, dude, you, you, you're, you're corrupt. And we're all somehow, some way people think that there's still a certain group of people out there that think, um, politicians like, Oh, like, Oh, the Democrats or even the Republicans. Like, no, dude, we're all humans. Like if somebody, uh, uh, it's Andrew Tate, I'll leave you with this. Andrew Tate makes a great analogy. And we both know that he may or may not be a pimp, and I'm not on board with every single thing, thing this guy does. But as you know, you don't have to be on board with every single thing somebody does to E-pimp, reckon he pimp. So he said, "Well, do you think um, if some guy's playing golf, is one guy will going to be willing to cheat for a hundred dollars in a round of golf? Do you think he might cheat? Do you think he might?" foot wedge his ball out of the sand or, or out of the rough or whatever one time, if it's going to mean he wins $100, he might, right? So you extrapolate that to the people who are controlling the country, arguably controlling the world. Do you think they might juke the stats a little bit for millions, billions of dollars, their livelihood on the line? Yeah, they might. So it's not saying they did or they would, but it's not a, nothing's off the table. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Well, Guy cheats for a hundred dollars. Well, that's baseball. <laughs> I mean, take human growth hormones, get a hundred million dollars, get caught, get suspended, lose twenty million dollars. Who's really winning here? <laughs> Still a W. Exactly. Uh, we'll have another quick story before we go. But for those in the chat, please check out Patreon.com/slash/UOPod. We have three tiers that you can pay for. And you will get a bonus podcast every single week. We record one for y'all. And I'm going out filming this week. I think I'll throw it up on the Patreon before it's live. I'll throw it on privately. So those in the chat, we got Timeless Flying Monkeys, Gary7, Maxim Ancelo, one of my French brothers. If you guys are st- are there, please check out patreon.com slash 
You will like what you see. It's uncensored. Look how look how engaged and upset we look and happy at the same time. <laughs> Patreon.com slash pod. The last story of the day, Eric, is one that will make you happy. It's transgender related. And I just wanted to point out quickly here. It is the guy, Montana's first trans legislator, who's a national celebrity. Look how hot he is with his long masculine neck and face. It's just so weird, Eric, that women accept this. It's so strange that women accept it. But um, something actually happened that I disagree with to the dude is that they censored him. They call it censure, you know, with a U, because he stood up and he said, so basically in April, Zephyr, the first trend who goes by Zooey Zephyr, but Zoe, but has zoo in it. First transgender woman elected to her state's legislature sought shot to national fame after Montana Republicans blocked her from speaking on the House floor because of comments she made about a bill. This is the key part here, Eric, criticizing a bill that would prohibit transition related medical care for trans youth. So they made a bill that said you can't chop off children's body parts because they have a fantasy belief. And he said, I hope the next time there's an invocation, when you you bow your heads in prayer, you see the blood on your hands. Stopping kids. Hold on. Stopping kids from getting unchangeable surgeries and putting them on hormones that can't be reversed for the rest of their life. You're killing them, Eric. You're killing them. And, Zo- and if my name isn't Zoe Zephyr. Zoe Zephyr is the South Park episode of Macho Man Randy Savage where he becomes a man. I mean, it's closer to Caitlyn Jenner, but this is... You want to stop kids from cutting their wee-wees off and transitioning, Eric? Well, you've got some blood on your hands, brother. And I'm not going to... I hope the next time that you bow your head in prayer, the next time that you think that you can stop me from talking, that you look down and you see the blood on your hands pouring out. (laughs) But honestly, I don't think you should be able to stop a person from talking in the legislature because they've said something you don't like oh he said blood now he's not allowed to talk anymore that's stupid you're just telling you're just making the stupid guy have a w on that one guy says something stupid it's just like twitter me something mean the adl is mean yeah the adl sucks bro it's the worst let's censor it oh that's correct we've corrected the situation this is this Uh, guy says something retarded excuse me and you're just like he can't speak anymore, Eric. Scene. <laughs> um, I get what you're saying, and I, I agree, right? You shouldn't, but it's just we've gotten to the point where, first of all, it shouldn't have even got like, oh, you can't say blood or like that's a great. Like, give me a break, bro. Let's back up a handful of miles. <laughs> Let's back up a handful of years to the point where. You're, some guy has created a, a pseudonym or an alias or whatever, Zooey's <laughs> Zephyr. What, what the hell are you talking about, bro? You mean he right? thinks he's Zoe, Zoe Deschanel or something. That's that, that's the name that your parents gave you, right? Like, the idea that we've even it's come true. this far is just, out. I, oh, I feel bad because we're constantly saying this. But how did this happen so quick? I grew up in San Fran- Oakland, San Francisco Bay Area, right? Like back and forth between both cities, like Manhattan, Brooklyn. Like, like this is where the stuff comes from. Maybe Portland, maybe Seattle, like 
where is this stuff really birthed at? I don't know. Behind a, a curtain somewhere with <laughs> George Soros and Hillary Clinton. Who knows what the hell is actually going on? But I don't want to date myself here too bad. But when I was in school hmm. a dozen or so years ago, this wasn't even a thing in San Francisco. So how did That's because they were oppressed, Eric. We they were oppressed, and now it's a safe environment, even though simultaneously their lives are in danger and we're literally committing violence by misgendering people. So, so, we're also in an environment where it's safe enough for people to show their true selves, live their true lives, speak their truths, and live to their but, lived experience and truth of their truth lived experience on truth.com. Yeah, okay. Truth social. Okay. okay. So how did we get to the point where uh, you've got delusional men in quote-unquote positions of power. You've got, obviously, Bo Jiden. You've got Glitch McConnell. You've got John Fetterman. <laughs> literally people who... They've all been cleared medically, Eric. Work. Their brains literally... We are the ones told that you're in... Like, I mean, the gaslighting... I don't even know if gaslighting is the term anymore, but those are just a handful. I mean, you, you still got... um. Diane Feinstein, you got uh, Nancy Pelosi. These people are pushing 90 years old. Their brains are leaking out of their ears, and they're the ones making decisions for us. Give me a break. Uopod.com, patreon.com slash uopod. We didn't come this far just to come this far. Shout out, Mike, the situation. Until next time, Eric. Buy my book. Book is by everybody. Turn it up, Jordan.